We're back in Charlotte, ACC kickoff, Weston Hotel, where we're being joined by somebody who calls the city of Charlotte home, or at least did. I guess home is always home. It's Sam Howe kind enough to join us here. Sam, when you're back in Charlotte, what are some of the things you have to do every single time you come back? Yeah, you know, I, it kind of sucks today because I'm back in Charlotte and we, and we don't really have a whole lot of time to, to do some of those things, but de definitely got to go go out to eat to a nice restaurant, one of my favorite restaurants, um, you know, and definitely um, just see my friends, you know, back home, you know, I, I, there's so many people that have been so supportive of me and kind of the, the reason I, I'm, I'm at where I'm at today, so. I really just try to go back to my hometown and spend as much time with, with the most people I can, honestly. How crazy have things been since July the 1st when NIL officially became a part of the college sports world? Yeah, you know, it's been a little different. Um, you know, I, I actually I, I signed with a, a marketing group, and, they, and they've just they've been the best, best decision, one of the best decisions I ever made to go with those guys. They made my life so easy. They kind of handled everything for me. Um, so. You know, I think for some people it's, it's probably gotten crazy, but I have, I have the right the right help and the right team kind of guided me through it. Um, so we've been able to do some really cool things and, and, some, th and some things that we've been able to give back to the community. Um, so I'm, I'm super excited about where we're going with this. Why giving back to Orange County first? Tell us about what you did in Orange County and why that was your priority. Yeah, I partnered with an organization called Table. And, you know, what they do is they... Uh, they give meal. They give meals to um, underprivileged kids, and I think that was something, something that was important to me with this um, NIL ruling was just just make sure I give back to the community. Um, there's been so many people that helped me when I was younger, and kind of are the reason where I am today. So I just want to make sure I use my platform and, and kind of give back to those people in, in Chapel Hill, you know, that have been so supportive of me. How many inquiries do you get on a daily basis? Just so people in our audience understand how inundated you've been with different things different NIL Yeah, you know, honestly, I get, I probably get a good amount myself just through direct messaging, but, you know, I have like an email that uh, brands are supposed to go through, and, and it just goes straight to my marketing team, so, usually I don't even see it, but, you know, there's been probably hundreds of brands that have, that have contacted my marketing team trying to trying to do something. Tim Howell's with us here at WF Jam Sports. Let's talk a little bit of football, specifically your background a bit. When you were coming up and you were starting to develop, what quarterback influenced you the most? As radio hosts, we take from people, creative people generally, through athletes I know too. When you're coming up, who do you look at and say, yeah, I want to emulate my game around him? Yeah, you know, I think I think Drew Brees is a guy uh, I think about. It. You know, I'm not the tallest guy in the world, neither is Drew. And, you know, he's, he's a short guy, but, you know, he's, he's super smart. He, pre he prepares almost better than everyone in the game. And, you know, he's just been able to, he, he's been able to do it for so long throughout his career, and he's, he's always been one of the best in the game. Uh, so I think just Drew Brees. You know, I grew up falling in love watching him play. Um, so and I kind of see some of my game in his game, so I will definitely say Drew Brees. One area that stands out from your games, I've watched a lot of quarterbacks over the last few years and over the last decade, and the thing that you do better than I think most is the deep ball. And you, I, I'm just interested, when you're learning to throw the deep ball, what makes a good deep ball? Yeah, I think the main thing on the deep ball is just timing. You, I think you guys got to spend a lot of time with your receivers. Uh, you know, like me and Deami, Deami Brown spent so much time together, um, you know, in, in the offseason. You know, we're probably throwing together almost every day. So, you know, it's almost a thing. I could just close my eyes, drop back, and I'd know exactly where he's going to be. I know where to throw it. Um, so, really just the timing. Um, you know, and, you, and the main thing is you just want to give your receiver a chance. You know, you don't want to overthrow it. 
if anything, you want to underthrow it. So you definitely want to put some air on the ball and just give give your guy a chance because, you know, when it comes to like a ball skill standpoint, the receiver's ball skills are ten times better than, than the DB's ball skills, unless it's the the one corner at Duke. Make, I mean, nah, the one corner at Clemson who makes all the one-handed picks. But uh, nah, yeah, definitely just give the receiver a chance because the receivers are so talented and the guys we have are super talented. So they make my job really easy. Sam Howell's with us here. You mentioned Dione Brown. He's in the NFL. You have other guys in the backfield who got drafted as well. When you're looking for timing and chemistry, how, how difficult is it to recreate that? Yeah, you know, it's just it, it's been a it's been a good challenge for me this offseason just to try to spend a lot of time with these younger guys. You know, because my first two years I spent with Deami, Daz, Michael Carter, Javante Williams. Those are my four guys. Um, and you know, all four of those guys are gone this year. Um, so it'll be a little different this year. And you know, I, I've kind of I've kind of enjoyed the challenge this offseason to kind of just to kind of get those guys ready to play. You know, and those guys have worked so hard and they're all super talented. You know, they all kind of have a chip on their shoulder too, just because. All everyone's talking about is the guys we we lost, and no one's talking about the guys we have to come up come up and fill those spots. So you know those guys are kind of they're they're super excited to get out there and show what they can do and kind of kind of shut everybody up because everyone's just talking about how how they don't know how we'll be this year just because all the all the skill players we lost and we got some really talented players on our team that are that are hungry and they're starving to get out there on the field and show people. Right down the road from where we're currently sitting, Sam, two years ago, you made your debut against South Carolina, and it was to come from behind win for you guys it was an exciting game and I remember just this crowd of people after the game your first collegiate start your first collegiate game and you handled yourself so coolly and calmly how much more comfortable do you think you are with yourself and also just speaking with the media the platform piece of it now than where you were two years ago yeah you know I think I've grown so much um you know I, I used to suck at all the media stuff and all the attention um you know, I, I think I've just grown so much um, just because you know, I think the more attention you get, the more you have to kind of learn and grow. And, and, you know, it's just been a cool experience. Uh, you know, I, I can't imagine, you know, doing all this stuff when I was a freshman. Um, so, you know, and Jeremy, our SID, does a really good job of kind of helping me out with things. Like after every interview, if, if, if I'm doing something kind of wrong, he, he talks to me about it. So, you know, it's, it's definitely, definitely gotten a lot better from when I first started this stuff. How much do you enjoy events like this? I remember about... It was a short while ago, we were talking with a couple of Duke defensive players, and you walked up to us, and you wanted to just say hi to them. I'm not sure if there's personal relationships there, but how much do you find yourself mingling with all the other players that are here? Yeah, and no, I think for me, that's kind of the best part to kind of uh, get to spend some time with these other players that we compete against. Uh, yeah, I came over to see Gunner, who's going to uh, play quarterback at Duke. I was actually with him at the uh, Manning camp the past week. Um, so I spent a lot of time with him. He's a great dude. That's kind of my first time being around him. So we kind of built a little bit of a relationship, and you know, I just want to say what's up to him. Do you buy into the idea of rivalries? I know you had those comments after the state game, and Duke's obviously a rival. Do you buy into that? Um, you know, f from a player standpoint, not as much. I think in high school I did. Um, in college, it's just another game, honestly. You know, you prepare the same way. You know, I don't think about it any differently. Um, so, you know, I want to beat everyone just as bad. So, you know, to me, I, I probably don't get too, as too involved in the whole rivalry thing. I think that's more kind of for the fans. Um, you know, I, I prepare the same way for every single game. I, mean, I don't think about it any different. So I'll definitely probably just say the, the, the rivalry is more for the fans. Sam Howell, congratulations on the success you've already enjoyed. It's good to see you outside of a Zoom screen, and uh, I look forward to catching up sometime during the season. Yeah, appreciate you guys having me on.